0: So welcome, welcome, welcome once again. We say shalom and greetings, and and greet you with the love of Elohim. I'm uh, Demetrius here with Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors, and we are getting back into our teaching from last week. We're so uh, elated to get started on it, and it's a lot to unpack, but we're gonna take our time. So we're still continuing in our in our vein as of last week, which was the, the fruit of faith and Holy Spirit was revealing so many things, even through the teaching that I, I just couldn't share at the time, but we're going to go into it. So we're not going to delay the time. If you haven't uh, gone back already, like and subscribe and share and gone back to listen to the first part of it. It's good to definitely get that first part so you can have that, that foundation. So, cause it's going to be very, very, very little review we want to get right into it so again we're talking about the fruit of faith and we dispelled a lot of religious terms and terminologies of what faith means and we're going to go even deeper into that right now so uh, a little bit of recap we did go a few of these points and I want to uh, go into deeper detail on faith and believing and what that actually means so we're going to be focusing on this fourth point here, and it says belief is the foundation of faith. When you believe in something, when you believe in something, you put your whole trust, your complete 100% trust in what you believe. There is no believing without the trust actually being there. And so what we're saying is, it's the foundation of faith, And we went into the Hebrew meaning of that word faith, and it's emun, the root word, and it's also pronounced amen. It's pronounced amen. And we've been saying amen. It's the same thing. We've been saying amen. We've been saying faith this whole time and didn't even know it. So that's why it's important for us to know uh, the the original uh, words that were constructed before they were translated and they were uh, transliterated. And... So we want to make sure that as we grow in understanding that we don't negate the very thing that will bring in uh, clarity on a lot of questions that we have as ambassadors. So what does that belief and that foundation look like? Well, let's go into our points. So when you believe in something, you put your trust into it. So our an analogy that we gave last time was uh, a seatbelt. Before you put on that seatbelt, you had to believe that it will work. You have to trust that it will work in order to believe and you have to trust in it that it will will prevent an accident from occurring. And when we trust in it, we believe that it's going to do what it's designed to do. The same thing with Holy Spirit being inside of us. If we truly trust him, then we believe and the, the scriptures clearly validate that belief is important, but I'm going to show you something that you wouldn't actually have known unless you went to the Hebrew uh, meaning of these words. And so Hebrews tells us, uh, 11 and 6 tells us, and without faith, it is impossible to please Elohim because anyone who comes to him must first believe, must first believe that he exists. And then that he rewards those who earnestly, who diligently, who take time out to actually seek him. And the important thing about this is when we seek the father, we, when we seek the face of the father, we seek everything that he is. That means the culture that the father has established in the kingdom of heaven, the, the laws, the systems, the precepts, the precepts are the original thoughts, the original thoughts that come from the original source. Who is the Father? So when you seek Him, when we truly are looking to uh, know Him even the more, we will, we will find everything that encompasses the Father. And guess what? We don't have to go searching for the Father if we're born again. Holy Spirit, the essence, the very essence of the Father, the manifestation of the Father is in the believer. And so we don't have to go any closer to him. He's inside of us. But what we need to do is make sure we have a comprehensive understanding of what it is that we were sent here to do. And also what it is uh, that we are supposed to be doing right now as ambassadors and how to live. The Father's will is that all men be saved. They come into the knowledge of the truth. That they be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. So being saved means, meaning, they were cleansed. The old way of thinking, the scripture tells us, when, when we become born again, old things have passed away. The new is here. The new man is here because now we have to open the access door for Holy Spirit to come and dwell into our uh, our life, our being, this temple that we live in this body that we have is a temple for the holy spirit to dwell in so and to, again it's impossible to to please the father meaning it's impossible meaning it cannot be done there's no way around it either it can be done or it can't be done and when we're talking about impossible meaning it cannot be done there's no way to it no no shortcuts uh no cheat codes to get to it, it, it cannot be done. And so the scripture is telling us in Ibraham that it's impossible, it's impossible to please the father, to satisfy the father, to meet his condition without faith. And so this will spring up a question in the ambassador's mind, which is what is faith? Because if in order to to please him, to satisfy the creator of man, the creator of earth, I have to make sure that I get a full comprehensive understanding of what faith is, because this baby teaching that we get all throughout a lot of ministries is this baby food faith. And it's not really producing ambassadors that know how to how to overcome obstacles, how to overcome circumstances, how to actually walk. What what does that look like? What does that sound like? Who is that? Because we're not getting understanding of what it is. But then it says, because anyone that comes to him must believe that he first exists, that must believe, believe is the foundation of faith. If you don't believe in the father, then you won't trust the father. And if you don't trust the father, you don't trust his word. And if you don't trust his word, which is laws that are embedded to, to prosper those who apply them, then we won't reap the benefits of those laws. So it all goes hand in hand. So in in Yohanan twenty and twenty nine, let's look at that. It says Yeshua said to him, "Have you believed because you have seen me? But blessed or empowered are those who have not seen and yet have believed." Why is this important? Because belief starts in our belief system. Okay, let's break it down. We're gonna we're gonna break this thing down. What is a belief system? What is a belief system? And and it says that have you believed because you have seen me? Meaning now that you see that I'm ev- I'm evidently there using your physical eyes because we know and Abraham also tells us uh, that uh, faith is uh, is is evidence of those things that are not seen and the evidence of things hoped for. So what we have to understand is uh, also in scripture, it tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. That's the scripture that I want to reference. So walk by faith and not by sight. And so again, many people take this out of context. And so they just go do things and expect the father to bless it, expect the father to, to, to honor it. And that's not what it meant so that's why it's important when we study when we study a scripture the father has designed his word to be intertwined there are are no gaps if you truly are studying and one missing part and one missing piece that a lot of ambassadors do not have is learning the hebrew letters and what they mean so that you get the pure understanding of what the father was saying what was written so Walking by faith and not by sight. Again, someone on the baby surface of things thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go start this this business, or I'm gonna go uh, jump out and start pastoring, and I'm just gonna, uh, you know, I just I have just be been initiated into the kingdom school of thought, or uh, AKA best known as, or also known as being saved, coming into that knowledge of truth, and now I'm gonna go start a ministry." And I'm going to jump out on faith. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So what it was telling us is <clears throat> to not look at things just as you see with your physical eye. That sight, meaning if you see something, because the scripture tells us, how can you love the father who you don't see, but you hate your brother who you do see? So again, it's not that visual sight of us seeing something, but, but knowing that faith is a lifestyle, is a complete uh, dependence on Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us and to the, the access to the kingdom, which gives us the authority to do and speak in the earth. So it's already done. So again, beliefs, belief starts in our belief system. So let's briefly go over this. We go over this a lot, but I received wisdom from a master teacher and was and he told uh the scholars that a good teacher is repetitive on purpose they make sure that they are repetitive because it has to sink in it has to to resonate and it trains your ear to hear and it also it it trains us trains us to make sure that we study because if we hear it again again so okay why keep saying that well, it hasn't sunk in. It hasn't been meditated on. So this is a, a a tool that we use, very powerful tool that you can use to track down thoughts and you can get to the source of things. That's an ambassador is very dangerous when they can identify a source that quick. And guess what? Every ambassador has that ability because Holy Spirit is in us. And one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is the spirit of discernment, being able to see the source of something. So we know a lie or the enemy is present. We'll know that the source of that lie, the source of confusion, the author of confusion. We know that source is um, the old serpent. So we know now we're not going to do that. So having that thought process to be able to track things down to the source. So let's go through this. Uh, and again, this has been taught before, but that precept, it simply put, it's the original idea is from a source and there's only two sources of thought light and darkness no in between so it's either good or from light or it's darkness is evil it's it's hellish and so when we track down everything going all the way back to to a original precept we're going to track down what the source of that precept is now the important thing is this next step once we receive a precept if it's from light and we agree with that, then we open access door for it to enter into and it becomes a conception, a conceived thought, one that we have allowed to be truth. And then it sets up a system of convictions. It sets up a system of convictions that will cause us not to do something. It raises a red flag. It raises up uh, a, a a halt. No, we should not do this because I agree with this thought. And if I go against this thought, then I'm going to be convicted of this. I'm not going to feel well. I'm not going to uh, function the way I should function because I'm not doing what I agreed, what I allowed to agree uh, into my belief system. And so when that set of conviction is, is set in place, it creates what we get into right now, our belief system which is a set of convictions so living out of faith living out of faith when we have access to holy spirit and we we allow holy spirit to teach us to guide us to lead us to help us live out as an ambassador that means we accepted the original thought and we believe so then we trust so when something comes up and i'm gonna give you an example When we say that we are holy, when we say that we are holy, but then we go out and dress half naked, and then when we confront it, someone's trying to help us receive that original thought, then we get rebellious. So, first thought is, have I really truly? Accepted the father's word as truth, and set up regulations and rules because that word will bring forth a system of how to do things, and I believe it. So then I'm acting on it. So it really is a question as to is that thought that original precept has it been rooted? Has it been rooted, and has has it been from a pure source? So. We have to make sure that we, in uh, Corinthians, Olive, it tells us to take every thought captive and, and subject it to the word. It says Christ, but we know when we dissected that and we found out what the actual manuscript, uh, what the script was saying, and what the word was actually saying, it was to, to put that thought up against the word. And so that we can decipher whether it's from light or darkness. So let's go a little bit deeper into that. So again, our belief system is a housing agent for the thoughts that we accept as truth and the convictions that we house in that belief system. So when we go back and see that belief is the, let's go back, belief is the foundation of faith then we understand that we first have to agree we first have to believe we first have to accept that first original that thought which is the precept and by way of doing that we set up a school of thought so a school of thought educating ourselves and then the result of that is a lifestyle faith the 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 evidence of faith is righteousness and holiness because the source of faith is the father manifested in us which is the holy spirit and it is us totally consumed with doing the will of our father by engaging in holy spirit so let's go to that so again we tossed around faith we tossed the word around and so we see the root word each Hebrew letter word. This is the Hebrew word for faith, faithful, and it's still derived from faith. But we want to get the root word to get the actual meaning. Which is this word, a man uh, or imun? Uh, a man is how it's uh, formally pronounced now. So <clears throat> when we we dissected this last the last time, so we know that it's the the Father's word. That's inside of us that gives us access that dalet is how this word, the Lamed is spelled, but it gives us spiritual access and it teaches us because we allow Holy Spirit to show us, to lead us, to guide us into the true word of the father. So when we operate in faith, we know that we are initially um, engaging in um, engaging the Holy Spirit. And it's teaching us, and then in order to do that, to gain access, we have to have that faith. We have to have that uh, trust, that trust that, and belief that that word that's imparted to me, that Holy Spirit that's been sent in me, can lead me to to where I need to go. So it's not the unknown because the Father knows everything, Holy Spirit knows everything. And so it's not stepping into the unknown. It is not have to physically see everything because what happens is the physical eye is what's been causing logical reasoning. And what logical reasoning does is it hinders the word from going to full effect because we initially close the door for Holy Spirit to enter into because of logical thinking and that belief, unbelief, then gets set in. So that's that's important. So I want to show one thing. So we talked about this belief is the foundation of faith. Now, guess what? This is a tool, again, the importance of going to original Hebrew to to get the meanings of the words that have been translated. And so let me show you something. I went to my Logos here. And we do a new share. Let's go to Logos okay so this word believe and the word faith is the same word is the same word olive ma'am noon is the same word olive ma'am noon same word so believing is faith faith is believing That it's impossible to please the father without faith, without believing that he exists. So let's go into scripture here. Let's go into scripture here. Let's do that. I want to go back in there. One second, make the transition here. And go right into the scripture. Yes, 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 yes. Faith in action. Let's go here. All right. All right. Faith in action. Let's see here. Get this out the way so we can see. I don't want too much up. I want you to get distracted. I want you to get distracted. We're not going to get to this. So we want, we want to really get into. Uh, so, faith and action. So, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. This is Ibrahim 10 and 39, and it's and assurance about what we do not see. Again, that physical eye. This is what the ancients were commended for. Now, it's important this word, I highlight this word commended because when I track this word down into the Hebrew, it's basically the record. So, the Father being pleased with something, he records it as a a reference point for you to make sure that you do do it and what he does in in response to things being done correctly so by faith we understand that the universe was formed at elohim's command the words that he spoke so that when i went what so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible okay by faith abel brought elohim a better offering than cain did by faith he was commended as righteous when elohim spoke well of his offering and by faith abel still speaks even though he is dead so again it was commended is recorded by the father but i'm gonna keep going because i want to get these points out of here by faith enoch was taken from his from this life so that he did not experience death he could not be found because elohim had taken him away for before he was taken he was commended as one who pleased Elohim. It's impossible to please Elohim without what? Faith, without believing that he is who he says he is. And without faith, it's impossible to please Elohim because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. I just said this. So, and then by faith, when when Noach uh, what was warned about things not yet seen, In holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he he commended the world, condemned the world, and became an heir of, of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. Righteousness is the product of faith. Righteousness is being in right standing with the Father because you trust him, you believe. So all these things work together. Now, what's important about this is when Abram, when when Cain and Abel, uh, when Enoch was here, that was before Yeshua came. And that was before Holy Spirit was given. So when we're saying we're living out of our born-again spirit, at that time, they didn't have Holy Spirit there in, in the earth then. But guess what? They still did because they were communicating with the Father. So again, Holy Spirit is the manifest presence of the Father in the earth inside of us as ambassadors after Yeshua came and then released um, uh, the Holy Spirit in the earth. So let's give a count of that because what I want to get to before we get out of here is faith is not just acts. See, the religious system of the world wants you it that they the way they teach faith is you have to just look like you are part of the kingdom and sometimes that ain't even the the issue because i mean it's it's not being done correctly because now we have this doctrine that's being taught that you can wear whatever you want to wear show as much skin as you want to show and still uh rep be a representative of the kingdom and that doesn't go hand in hand because faith Without works is dead, believing in the Father, knowing and actually applying his word can please him, will satisfy him. But in order to do that, we have to learn how to do that. So let's go here. And it says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but that but, not, but does not do. What it says is like someone who looks at the at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law, perfect law, some people are teaching to get rid of the law. We're going to make a distinction that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be empowered in what they do because they looked intently into the law, which is the teachings of the leader nailed to the cross, which is the covenant that was established by the father that teaches us how to rule, how to have dominion, how to, how to be in right standing with the father. We look into that and not just hear the word, but actually do it. That is operating in faith because it's a corresponding action. We have to meet the position, the condition of the position. You can't. The father won't just anybody. And I'm gonna give an example why he chose Abram because of his stance. And Abram Abraham was noted as, and it was known as the father of faith. Okay, so. When Abram was 99 years old, Jehovah appeared to him and said, I am mighty Elohim, the Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be uh, blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. So then Abram fell, fell down and Elohim said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram, but then we go on and see the name is changed. I will establish on verse 7, I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your Elohim and Elohim of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you now reside as a foreigner, I will give as everlasting position to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their Elohim. And he gave a condition. You must meet my covenant. You and your descendants after you for the generations to come. It was a condition to meet the position. But in Bereshit 18, it says the father knew that Abraham will command his children, will teach them the laws of the kingdom. But he also was uh, was said and stated that he was Faithful, meaning he believed and trusted with all his heart to the father, so much to the point where he was getting ready to kill his own son as a representation of the trust that he had in the father. In order to trust him, he had to believe believe that he is Elohim. And then the generations were blessed after that. But he says to keep that, keep my covenant, not to say it, not to say it, keeping it means I got to make sure it's being done and carried out. And as an ambassador, we have to make sure that we don't just say we operating in faith and then we go do and live like hell, because that's not an indication that faith resides in us, that we're living in out of our born again spirit, that we're living as ambassadors in the earth. It's not producing evidence. You will know a tree by its fruit. If you're planted and rooted in the source of the father and you truly live uh, with the dependence on him guiding and leading us, then the fruit is going to be a result of what we're, be, what we're rooted in. So what are we saying here? Let's go down. Let's go down. <laughs> this is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo uh, circumcision, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and you for generations to come. Every male among you who is uh, eight days old must be circumcised, including those uh, born in your household or bought with money from a a foreigner. Those who are not uh, your offspring, whether born in your household or bought with your money, they must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant and uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. All right. So the father went and corrected this uh, because man, again, takes things visually and and then they uh, only focus on just the act and not what it actually represented that covenant was the the father was trying to establish that covenant but what happens is man starts to believe in the oh i should say the act of doing things and and equates that with being in covenant with the father now what's important to understand about that is circumcisions uh were done and let me give you another scripture because we don't want that just to stand alone because then Paul explained to us what the circumcision was and what it is now, and let's let's end it on that, I'm trying to close this idea. Um, so let's go into that. So and uh, that Be- uh, oh Colossians two and six it says so then. Uh, Just as you receive Yeshua the Messiah, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of the world rather than on the Messiah for in the Messiah, all the fullness of the deity lives in the bodily form. And in uh, the Messiah, you have been bought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him, you were all also circumcised with the circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by the messiah having been buried with him in baptism in which you uh, were also raised with him through your faith in the working of elohim who raised him from the dead so what are we saying here again we're wrapping this thing up we're wrapping this thing up let me get to this last thing here yes so let's let's talk about this um Because it's very powerful. It's very potent if you really understand what was being said. What was being said was the root of it to get the original idea. The whole thought is it's not just about the acts, what you're doing, but being, being holy is a result of you operating in faith. Because if you truly are led by Holy Spirit, holiness is a result of that. That means being the same all the time. The Father says, be holy because I'm holy. The Father is, is not um, uh, a hypocrite. He doesn't say one thing and do something else. And righteousness, being in right standing with, with him is a result of holiness being there. Because if you if you're the same all the time, you don't change because the Father doesn't change, then you'll be in right standing with him and he can flow through you. So what faith is not, it's not doing your own thing and asking the Father to bless it, that's not faith. That's not faith. That's humanism. The Father does not honor humanism. Stepping out on faith is not going to the unknown. We said this earlier. Because if the Holy Spirit knows all things and will guide us into all truth and will teach us the word of Elohim and knows all of those laws, then we're not going into the unknown. Sight. Looking at something in the and and the natural will 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 open the door for logical reasoning to set in. However, if we truly trust in the Father, um, then we 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 go wherever He says to go. We we'll trust that it's being done. Same thing with Abraham and Yoseph when he was getting ready to kill his son. The physical, he was he knew that. I believe the father to be one that can raise one from the dead. So even, even if I did this, and I have trust and belief that the father would, would raise my son back up. The, the important part of that was that was the uh his 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 seed. That was general that was a representation of generations. And what it was a representation of is I trust in you to do all that you said you would do. So whatever you tell me to do. I'm doing it wholeheartedly. Even if that means I have to cut off a generation to make sure that the seed that comes forth is holy, then I'll do it. And the Father blessed him, blessed generations. And that lineage is the same lineage that Yeshua came out of. So it had to be holy. Things had to be, had to line up. It couldn't be no hypocr- hypocrisy in that lineage. So next it says, uh, faith is not just acts. And we read Yakar. Uh, one and twenty two minute ago, that it's not just about what you do. You don't just hear something, then do something else. And that's what we talked about with that circumcision. So then man started to say, Well, you know, there's no covenant without this being done. And and if you're not, if you're not this, then you you're that. And and what that scripture was telling us is the circumcision was done when Yeshua came in the earth and brought us back into righteousness. In dominion so those who are ambassadors that come into the knowledge of the truth and live out the the lifestyle of an ambassador are circumcised under one circumcision not just by hands not by just you doing something and then thinking you're holy going to church is not is not producing holiness is not faith um uh, and just hearing the word and not doing is not faith and it's not doing justice it's not the father's will being done in the earth just uh, doing your own thing, not having a pastor, that's the—that's against the Father's will. That's against the Father's laws and how he established things. So, no, that's not it. So, it's about being instead of doing. Doing is a, doing is a result of being. If you are holy and righteous and in right standing with the Father, then, then I'm going to produce it. I'm going to produce it. I don't have to go looking for it i have to be it and then lastly faith is not just a word faith is not just a word you don't just toss that thing around you have to truly understand what it means and you have to really trust in that word and seek and seek the face of the father those who seek my kingdom seek first the kingdom and all its righteousness then those things will be added. Then the things that you've been praying for and you want to show and all this other stuff, the Father's not concerned about that because those things are not coming to to the throne of the Father when it's time to make a decision, the judgment of how you actually lived your life, that you live your life according to how I told you to. And I left someone there in there to teach you and help you, but you didn't engage them because you were so busy trying to act like you were doing something but you weren't being. So with that being said, this is ending on us. There's so much more we want to get into, but we want to make sure that we always are led by the Holy Spirit and not rushing into things. But I'm in agreement that if you allow the laws of meditation and now allow Holy Spirit to uh, illuminate your mind, that you will get even more revelation of the word. And if you aren't born again, if you want to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, it's, it's not just saying, but it's confessing that, hey, Father, I was in an in unrepentant state. I was in re- rebellion. I was not living your will. I want to live as a kingdom ambassador. Show me how to. And as you go through the initiation into the school of thought, then allow Holy Spirit to enter into And then next thing you need to do is you don't go start a a ministry. You don't start writing books. You get your rear end and and someone in the ministry where you're being fed the word and it's challenging you to go and study to show yourself approved as the word says. So then you can learn how to live out of the soulless realm, but live with uh, listening to the spirit and operating as an ambassador in the earth a vessel that the father can use so if that's you you can do that but you have to make make that decision so with that being said we don't want to go over on time we do say shalom and we'll see you all again shalom